everyone, and a very warm welcome to Grow Your Own Way, a podcast for anyone looking to reclaim the power of their own personal growth and be exactly who they want to be. I'm your host, Kevin Roberts, and I'm a coach, learning and development professional, and growth geek who genuinely gets joy out of helping people become the best versions of themselves. Throughout this podcast, we aim to give everyone the belief that there is no one right way to grow. And hopefully we will inspire and motivate people to forge their own paths and in turn live a life that is true to them. As today's episode is the first one of the year, it seems only fitting that we talk about the wonder of New Year's resolutions. Uh, We're going to explore the impact that these yearly aspirations can have, why people tend to give up on them uh, and what we can do to make sure that we truly set ourselves up for success for the year ahead. So if you're ready, let's get started. So it's a bit of a quicker episode today Um, and as it's the new year I just wanted to quickly talk about the the wonder of new year's resolutions. Now as a coach I am obviously a huge huge fan of people setting goals and making plans to be the best versions of themselves. However it may surprise you to know that I'm not actually a fan of new year's resolutions. I know that may sound counterintuitive uh, but bear with me uh, and I'll explain my thinking behind it. Now, whenever we set New Year's resolutions, we, we, of course, we have the best intentions in mind. We set them as we're looking for positive change. We're looking to improve ourselves and have a better year. And as you're listening to me, you may have already set your own resolutions this year. Uh, You will most certainly have set them in the past. However, let me just ask you, when you think of your previous resolutions, how did you get on with them? Now, some of you may have followed through with them and really succeeded, but I, I suspect most people may not have. Um, and if you're in that latter group, then you are not alone. Research suggests that 80% of New Year's resolutions fail. So that means for every five of us who set a New Year's resolution, four of us will fail. Now, to me, that is astonishing. And it's, it's so disproportionate to people's ability to meet goals. I'm, I'm very confident throughout the year, 80% of people don't fail their goals. So why does it happen at New Year? Now, I have my theories and I could talk for a long, long time on this, but I'm just going to kind of keep it as quick as I can today. And before I do talk about them, I just want to discuss why it's important and the impact that these resolutions can be having on us. So when we talk about New Year's resolutions, um, and more specifically people failing them, we generally don't give it too much thought. It's almost laughable at times. We've all been very quick to dismiss it. It's only a New Year's resolution after all. And we just go, oh, well, that's over. And in fact, I I remember reading recently uh, about the activity tracking app Strava. And they actually calculated the day that most people were likely to have given up on their New Year fitness goals. So they had so much data of people giving up. They could actually predict today, um, which, by the way, is January 19th. But to really add insult to injury, they named that day. They called it Quitter's Day. And that, that, yeah, that's exactly how we want to start our year, with a day called Quitter's Day. Just the name itself is one reason why, why I get a little bit upset about resolutions. But what impact does Quitter's Day have? And I think it's obvious. I mean, we, we want this amazing new year filled with hope and determination and motivation. But three weeks later, we've given up. So how, how, how does that make us feel? How is that supposed to make us feel? How are we supposed to, to be set up for the year when we start off by giving up on a goal? How are we supposed to motivate ourselves to make positive changes for the other 49 weeks of the year? Uh, and to really kind of hit home that point, if you're not convinced already, you may be aware of what the third Monday of January is called. Um, and for those that aren't, it's called Blue Monday. And it's the saddest day of the year. And there is a whole day 
based around how sad people are. And, and one of the contributing factors to that is because, statistically, lots of people have already given up on their New Year's resolutions by then. So you can see that the impact it actually has on our, on our well-being and our, our mental state. But maybe something that's even more damaging than that, and this is the part that I suppose really upsets me more than anything, is that when people fail their resolutions, a common phrase that, that we hear are things like, ah, oh, well, there's always next year. <laughs> next year? We're in January and people are already writing off the next 11 months, all because of a pesky New Year's resolution. As, as you can more likely imagine, this is not the first time I've spoken about it and it won't be the last. And as a coach, it can be quite hard to reverse people's negative thinking from January. It's, it's generally quite difficult to coach people in January to get past this, this Quitter's Day or this Blue Monday. Uh, it's not impossible. That's the great news. And that's why I'm doing the episode today. It's, it's not to bash resolutions. Instead, it's looking at what we can do differently and how we can better set ourselves up for success. So to do this, let's explore why goals set at New Year fail more often than any other goal we tend to set. And to do this, we, I think it's easier to look at the people who are actually succeeding with those New Year's resolutions. They're succeeding with those goals. The other 20% of people. So what are they doing differently to anyone else? What, what makes their New Year's resolution special? Now, I love this question. It always gets a, a plethora of answers. But maybe one of the biggest things I see is, is people's fixed mindsets creeping back in. When I pose the question, why, did, why are these people succeeding? I get responses like, oh, they just have more willpower. They have more talent. It doesn't take them as long to get fit. They have a faster metabolism than me. All of these things, you, you name it, I've heard it. And I genuinely respond that, yes, of course, I'm not naive enough to think that that could be a case. That can be influencing factors. But there are always exceptions to the rule. So for anyone who's naturally fit, who achieves a New Year's resolution, you'll have someone who's never run before. Uh, For everyone who's got a faster metabolism, you'll have someone who's always had weight issues. For everyone who has more willpower, you'll then go against the master procrastinator. And when we just put those excuses, I say excuses, but there's no better word, but to one side for now, and what else do we have? And this is where the difference comes along. And in my opinion, a core, core element that we're left with is the art of goal setting. And so much so that in my experience, that 20% of people who succeed with those resolutions that they set on the 1st of January would be just as likely to succeed if they set it on the 1st of February or the 12th of March or the 18th of October. And I I do talk to these people. I I really am fascinated by people who set a New Year's resolution and really follow through with it. And I want to understand what is different. What do they have or what do they do that others don't? And, and, And one thing that's very common to see, and whenever I talk about goals, I always try to keep it simple. Um, and, and the most basic level I can look at it, it's in three core areas. We look at the what, the how, and the why. And this, it's these three areas that can really kind of really show the difference between goals that we set any time of the year and New Year's resolutions. So let's have a quick look at those three. So we start off with the what. So the what is the goal itself. So what we want to achieve could be healthy eating, fitness levels, professional goals, you name it. Now the overall what, the overall goal doesn't change. So throughout the year, that the concept is the same. So I want to be healthier, I want to be fitter, all the things like that. They don't tend to really change throughout the year. But what difference you do see in the what is New Year's resolutions tend to be more things like I want to eat healthier, I want to be healthier, I want to be fitter versus goals that tend to be set throughout the rest of the year. I want to lose a stone. I want to run 5K, 10K. So New Year's resolutions tend to be a lot more vague than those that are set for the rest of the year. And it's being specific, which really helps you kind of 
really clarify what your goal is. So that's one. So the what's slightly different. Number two is the how. Now, this is the actual planning for your goals. So what actions are you going to take? What deadlines, what resources and so on and so on. And yet again, there's a difference between New Year's resolutions goals and for the rest of the year. And you may be thinking this now. I've certainly been guilty of it. When I set a New Year's resolution, I don't plan that far ahead. I just make a decision on December 31st. Next year, I'm going to be fitter. I don't know how I'm going to do that. I've just (laughs) said, yes, that's my goal. I'm going to do that. And where I don't plan, where I don't know the how, it's so much easier. It's so much easier for me to give up because I haven't got a plan in place. So two things straight away, the what changes and the how changes. But the big difference, in my opinion, the one that really does make the difference is the why. I think for the how and the what, yes, you can, whether you you don't have them strong, you can really kind of drag them through if you have a good why. So why are you setting this goal? Why are you setting this New Year's resolution? And I genuinely believe this is one of, if not the main cause of people failing resolutions and people failing goals in general is because their why isn't strong enough. So let's look at that. So if you can think of goals that you've set throughout the year, could be the last 12 months, could be the last five years, whatever, but just think of some of your goals and just ask yourself why you set that goal and really think what your why was. What were you, why were you motivated to hit a goal or achieve a goal? Now, I won't predict them, um, but if I share some that are people I've spoken to in the past, uh, I had one guy who uh, we spoke about some fitness goals. He, by his own admission, was very unhealthy and even a doctor had tried to get him to change his habits. But he just didn't really have a big motivator. It's like, yeah, I know I should, but he didn't have a strong enough why until he and his wife had a child. And all of a sudden he had to, he had someone else that he had to look out for. He had someone else that he wanted to be healthier for. He wanted the extra 10, 15, 20 years. So he really had a a desire and and a want to be healthier. And that was his why. And ironically enough, the what or the how hadn't changed. He, he knew exactly how much he had to lose and his doctor even wrote him a plan. So those two are exactly the same. But what inspired him into action was his why. I also spoke to a lady who was, uh, she was working ridiculous hours. She was getting really, really stressed. It wasn't helping her out at all. But every time she tried to change a habit, it didn't really work. She did, she's like, yeah, I know I should switch off, but I get more work done. And she always found excuses for, for working into these late hours. So she didn't really have a strong enough why. That is until, of course, her family told her how unhappy they were without realizing she she put work in front of everything else. And she hated that. And when her family said this to her, it was like the wake up call. And that was her why. She said, right, I need to be better at this because it's impacting my family. And a good why is possibly the strongest motivator there is. If you have a good why, the chances are you will be more successful in setting your goals. But when you look at New Year's resolutions, what's the why there? Why are you setting this New Year's resolution? Chances are it's because it's the new year, because it's January it's January 1st. Now compare that why to the ones that I've just mentioned, and it's almost laughable. The fact that it is a new year is not enough to motivate people to stick to a goal. Um, coincidentally, that's also the reason goals starting on the first of the month or on a Monday are also less successful as well. If you, if you don't have a strong enough reason, if it's just a time of day or, or, or the time of year, that's not a strong enough reason. And you, you generally, you, you won't be motivated enough to make that change. It really is that simple. And then if we bring this back to New Year's resolutions, and this is my issue, yet again, with, with the resolutions, we have 80% of people who have set goals um, who may have not focused on the, the what, the how, the why. And rather than focusing on, on their ability to set goals, what they're actually thinking is they're quitters. Like they've reached quitters day and they've given up. They could be feeling down. They could be reverting back to old habits, writing off their year, watching other people live their lives. And that New Year's resolution 
has made them feel like they cannot meet goals. They feel like they failed or they're not strong enough. And anything that makes people feel that way is not okay in my book. And this is why I get so passionate about this topic. These resolutions, they're not failing because of someone's ability or their talent or their attitude. They're failing because they don't have a strong enough why. The the goal setting isn't strong enough. And that is a big difference, especially from a well-being and a mindset perspective. Thinking that you're not good enough versus thinking, you know what, my goals weren't strong enough. That is a very different mindset and it has a very different impact on us. And I suppose this is the key point I'd love people to take away from today. Uh, The whole point of me doing this episode is anytime you want to achieve something, first ask yourself, why do I want to do this? And I mean, really, really look deep inside and find your inspiration to succeed. If you answer that question because it's the new year, try again. I mean, that, that's, that's really, really weak. So really dig deep and find a better why. And a great way to do this, I talk about visualization before and I will always talk about it, but visualize your success. When you think about succeeding, what do you see? What do you hear? What do you feel? What are the benefits you can see? When you start visualizing yourself achieving a goal, you're not thinking, oh, I did it because of a new year, or that's the benefit at all. It's not. You're seeing the impact it has on your well-being, on your friends, on your family, on your career. And once you have that in your mind, you can anchor that why. That's, that's the purpose. And when you can anchor to that, even if you don't have a strong how to do it, you'll always have this visual representation of that is why I'm doing what I'm doing. And it just gives you that extra motivation just to really dig deep and push forward. And that really is the difference between a successful New Year's resolution and not. So press pause. And if anyone who has listened to this has got a New Year's resolution, just press pause for a second and just really consider why you're doing it. Ask yourself why you're working towards it. And if you can find a stronger why, a stronger reason to achieve that goal, that 80% that I mentioned at the start will be obliterated. It really, really will. Now, I'm aware that this episode has pretty much sounded like uh, a rant from me, um, but I, I, it's because I'm so passionate. I've said it before. Helping people to reach their goals is, is what I do. I, I'm inspired to see people be the best version of themselves. I feel genuine, genuine pride when I see people succeed, and I feel pain when people don't, especially if it's something that could have been prevented. Something as like a New Year's resolution, seeing people beat themselves up just because the way they set the goal, not because their ability to hit it. But maybe why I'm choosing to talk about it on the episode today is because this year, this topic seems even more relevant. I say this every year about New Year's resolutions, but this year it just seems more poignant. I mean, we, we waved off 2020 and we've come into the new year with renewed hope. And, and I really hope that, that people don't ruin that optimism with meaningless resolutions. So next time you think new year, new me, or that's the reason you've set your, your, your resolutions this year, just stop and replace new year with the reason that actually matters. And when you do that, when you start your January off that way, you will waltz past Quitter's Day and you'll really, really grow your own way into the new year. So that brings us to the end of today's episode. Uh, I said it would be a bit of a quicker one today, but I hope that you still found it useful. If you are looking for even more support on kickstarting your 2021, then head over to our Instagram page where we're running a 21-day challenge, uh, which has been designed to help you set yourself up for success in the new year. Um, You'll get daily tasks where you'll be invited to really think about what you can take from 2020, learn a bit more about yourself and take some really positive action. So just head over to the Instagram page, search for official Grow Your Own Way uh, and you'll find more information there. Of course, remember the usual request, like and subscribe to the podcast, it will be amazing. 
Um, and if you do have time, feel free to write a review and really help us share these wonderful messages. Uh, but for now, I'd like to say thank you to everyone for listening. Seeing so many people get involved last year really does mean so much to me. And I'm genuinely excited to see what happens this year on the podcast. Uh, I hope that you all stay safe and well. And I will speak to you on the next episode of Grow Your Own Way. Goodbye.